Hey, hi, hello, beautiful humans. This is Embody Saluna, a podcast about healing through spirit and love. It is technically Friday, April 30th. I am recording this at 12.30 in the morning, something like that. Maybe it's 12.40, I don't know. I'm inspired to sit here. The uh, window is open because it's incredibly hot. (laughs) So I need to let some cool air in here, and I hope that that doesn't interfere with the recording at all. But I felt the need to sit and share for just a moment. I, um, I move in a few hours. Well, not a few, but later this morning I move. Um, and it's a big move in a lot of ways um, and symbolic of many things. Things that I thought were happening when I moved last year um, and only recently realized that it's taken a, a year, a full year, a little over a full year for me to really come to a place where um, a true t- transition is is taking place. We're always in that state of transition, right? We're always kind of um, shifting, learning, growing, ideally. Um, but for me, I I thought that I had already gone through some dark night and dark whatever um, and that this place was going to be a new beginning and it turned out that the majority of my healing and my shadow and my work actually occurred here inside of these walls the last year and a half so I guess I felt a little inspired to jump on here tonight because I've been so eager to leave this place. It's not um, its not anywhere I ever really wanted to be. I kind of needed to settle for it in a rush to find a place to live. And I was in a really tight spot with things financially and this worked out. And, you know, I took what I could get in the moment in pure survival mode. I just needed shelter from the storm not realizing that I had the storm living within me so I brought that inside of these walls and I struggled I struggled a lot with being okay I struggled so much that I'm positive I manifested darkness and what I've been calling my apartment demon Maybe there's a spirit here, I don't know, but I'm certain that at some point um, what I was feeling was me. But the truth is, as I'm packing this place up and getting ready to leave and getting ready to go, not just somewhere that I think is better suited for me, but somewhere that I have loved for a long time, somewhere that I have wanted to be for a long time, somewhere that I have said, since I moved to Colorado, oh, only, only I could live there. And it turns out I can. So I'm on the verge of this, what feels like this really big shift and potential uh, new beginning in some ways. And so I'm wanting to bring a close to these walls and this space. Because despite 
the logistics of poor management and all of that junk, the inside of this little home has held all of my healing, all of it. And I have to be grateful for that. I am grateful for that. So deeply, deeply grateful. Because the journey that I have been on in the last year has not been easy. It has not been fun, particularly. It's been really, really hard. And it's still happening. I am still discovering new traumas and things and processing every day. But the heavy lifting was done here. In the cozy little space of my living room, in the corner of my bedroom where I meditate, when I meditate, in the darkness of the crazy hours of the morning when nobody else is awake, I was here healing. I was here tapping in to what my soul had to share what the other parts of me wanted to say. I cried, finally. And I sat in a lot of sadness. And I sit now in a lot of gratitude. There are a lot of things that were created inside of this apartment. This podcast, for one. The other podcast that I co-host was thought up and developed right here in this living room. And my friend and I could healed together with bottles of wine. There were nights when I could hear the neighbors having a good time, kids out laughing in the little playground that's in the sort of courtyard area outside my window. These beautiful little moments that people forget others can hear. And I love that. I love hearing joy in other people, believing that they're living their life and enjoying it and that they're creating memories that they're going to hold on to. But I've also been privy to a lot of domestic abuse in neighbors. I didn't realize how triggering it was until I had to endure it over and over and over again as a voyeur. I didn't want to participate, but the walls are thin and they were loud. And it reminded me of my relationship and it reminded me of me in my relationship and it reminded me of our inability to see each other somewhere along the way we just stopped seeing each other we stopped choosing each other we stopped loving each other and we both engaged in a really toxic and abusive relationship and that's the truth but it took a long time for me to reach a place in my own process where I could say that or even acknowledge it more importantly, acknowledge the part, the role that I had in that, that the abuse is not one-sided, the manipulation was not one-sided. We shared that together. In a lot of ways, it's what fed each of us. And I had to leave that here. I had to face it and process it and leave it here. So when I sage this place upon my last goodbye for the who knows how many hundredth times I can finally clear all of that and step into what comes next. It's really easy when you're in those moments of sadness, those really depressive feeling states, it's really easy to forget any role that you've played in any 
experience or relationship or any part of your life, it's easy to be a victim. It's important to remember that we always have a part that we play, even if we are the victim. We may not have had a part in the abuse, but we have a part and a role in the healing. That is our responsibility. For a while I thought, what a lonely year. Not just because there was a pandemic, but I just spent so much time, you know, in the darkness that it just felt like a lonely, lonely year. I was a little um, resentful of that for a moment. But last week I went away. I went camping in the desert. I went to um, celebrate my new year. New year resolution is coming up on the website soon. But I unplugged from everything else and I just spent time grounding and being, you know, in nature with the earth and seeing the beautiful majesty of, you know, the desert, which is where I grew up. It's not the desert I was in, but I'm a desert rat. It's where I grew up. It's what I'm used to. I'm not a fan of the desert, don't get me wrong, but it is beautiful and there is majesty. And it was exactly what I needed last week, not only to reset just in general, but for reflection and for moments of deciding what story I wanted to tell about myself for the last year. My story could be one of sadness, it could be one of hurt and anger and victimization. Everything's done to me. Or it could be a story of healing. It could be a story of deep, deep reflection and evolution, transformation. It could be a story of growth. And it could be a story where I can say for possibly the first time in my life, I wasn't actually alone. Through the healing, through the relearning of healthy relationships and boundary setting, I'm able to identify that I have people in my life who are good who understand what it is to be in a healthy relationship of any kind, friendship, whatever, romantic, it doesn't matter. I have had that this last year. I wasn't alone, or at least I wasn't lonely. I've been able to look to friends, new friends, and share and be honest and have them do that with me and we can just be. And it's okay. And I don't want to discount friendships I've had in the past by any means, but these are different because the way that we each show up for each other is different. And in my learning about how to show up, I'm seeing what it means to have that reflected back. And it's nice. It's really nice. And it comes with the healing. You probably have noticed it in your own life if you've been open, if you've gone through that process and seen the ways that the stories change you. They also change the people who come in and out. And it's good. It's good. 
sometimes you have to let people go even when it hurts because you have to make room for the ones who are there to help you heal even if they aren't consciously aware that that's what they're doing so I guess what I really wanted to say was as much as I'm ready to leave this little apartment in Denver I just want to sit for a moment and say thank you thank you to this little home thank you for holding me through my journey in this last year and a half one of the darkest times of my life definitely one of the darkest times of my adult life even without the pandemic thank you for being the shelter the quiet even on some days the beauty to help me heal and breathe and grow I am in gratitude to this place it's always going to be my temporary stop on this amazing journey wherever you are in your journey I'm holding you because there's enough room in this little space for your healing